This call may be recorded or transcribed. Hey, John. Hi. Hey, welcome so, back. Yeah. So, yes. So I was fasting and praying this weekend. And, yes. of course, this is part of a long series of things I've been processing in my family and theologically. And mm-hmm. I kind of went through the same uh, discussion that I went with you on the chat thread. It's like, okay, we need to love each other. Clearly, mm-hmm. this is the thing, right? And I've generalized a bit to growing closer to Jesus. We want to love like Jesus. We want to, you know, think like Jesus. We want to relate like Jesus. We want to mm-hmm. be more like Jesus, and we want to be closer to him, right? Yes. So th- that's kind of the goal. And, yeah. uh, you know, people phrase it differently, but I don't think anyone argues with that. Uh, you know, anyone who calls themselves a Christian, even people who don't call themselves a Christian, would even agree with many of that. Um, and then, as we were discussing, the problem with that is basically self, right? We are self-righteous, we are self-centered, we are selfish. Um, that's the thing that keeps us from being like Jesus, right? Okay. I mean, you, um, also, you said on your, you you said something along those lines in the chat thread, so I want to make sure we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. That. Yes, right. Okay, right, right. Okay, and so, and so, you know, most Christians would agree with the second part. The question is, what do we do about it? And the 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 thesis I am pushing, which I don't think it should be provocative, is that the thing that we need to do is to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. That is the cure, or that is that is the the process. That is the thing that we do, which then God uses to cure us of these areas. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's interesting to me is that everyone likes the idea of following Jesus, right? I mean, people even use the term Jesus follower as a synonym for Christian, right? Um, right? And I think yes. most. Serious Christians would agree about the importance of denying the self. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anyone who has a really clear idea of what it means to take up our cross daily. Mm. I think that one thing it means is possibly that means to be willing to be crucified and die yourself. Um, yes. I, th- I think that is that, a good, yes. Uh, uh, yes, I agree that that's what it means. Um, it, it clearly means something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I right? mean, Jesus clearly, said that yeah. very clearly. Yeah, if you, anyone comes after me, he must do those things. Right, so and that's... Yeah, yes. Right. So this is the, 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 the radical proposal I have, is that if we actually could do that the way Jesus wanted to, that would address this issue of sin and selfness that, w- that is keeping us from loving the way Jesus does. I understand what you're saying, and in, in, in one sense I do agree with you on that. Uh, somehow... There, there's there's something I feel like there's something that's missing from that it's it's not that we don't need to 
deny ourselves, take up the cross daily and follow, you know, deny ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, basically allow ourselves to be crucified, allow our flesh to be crucified. And that has to be a work of, of us cooperating with the Holy Spirit, uh, mm -hmm. I believe. You know, it's putting by the Spirit put to death the misdeeds of the flesh. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, this is hard to say because I'm I'm still trying to figure out how to say this. Putting to death our flesh is is an important part of being a disciple of Christ. But when you read the letters of John. Uh, the, he, he, when you read the like First John, when you read that, mm -hmm. what he is what he is emphasizing in our relationship with one another is love. Um, okay, it's a right. So so, where does that fit into into the picture? Because okay, so, if, so let's if slow, John, John, we should slow down and pray because there's something weird going on here that I don't understand. Okay, okay. okay. and I want to make sure we are. Um, um, able to hear because I've, I've had this weird scenario mm -hmm. where, and uh, actually, I, 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 I realized we actually had a word for this in DBJ, uh, which we called it a moment. Mm -hmm. And it's like we have a format, we have a script, we have a clear narrative, and it's like, okay, we're going along, we're vibing, everything's cool, and then wait, something's off. Either mm -hmm. I didn't say something I thought I said, or you're not hearing something I thought you should hear. Or vice versa. <laughs> or vice versa. And so, like, rather than just plowing through, as is my usual want, <laughs> okay. I want to stop <laughs> and actually mm -hmm. listen to the Holy Spirit. Good. God, uh, I, I, uh, Lord, uh, Holy Spirit, come. Open mm -hmm. our ears to hear yes. and our eyes to see. That's Help right. us to respond to the spirit and not to the flesh. So let mm -hmm. me um, let me just go. In fact, since we're talking about seeing and hearing, let's go straight to First John because I think we can make the same point there uh, along with him. In fact, we'll even do this DBJ style. I'll um, um, let's. Um, Okay, let's just start at the beginning. I'll, I'll, I'll read the first mm -hmm. few verses. Go ahead. Uh, how about we do the same? I'm going to read the first, like, uh, four verses, and then I will ask you to try and summarize them in one sentence. This is sure. Kind of the thing. Okay. The word that gives life was from the beginning, and this is the one our message is about. Our ears have heard, our eyes have seen, and our hands have touched this word. The one who gives life appeared. We saw it happen, and we are witnesses to what we have seen. Now we are telling you about this eternal life that was with the Father and appeared to us. We are telling you what we have seen and heard, so you may share in this life with us. And we share in it with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are ready to tell you these things, because this makes us truly happy. I guess the way I would summarize that is hmm, 
this is what we've seen and what we've heard and what we've experienced we're testifying so that you can have fellowship with us and with the Father and with Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay? Yeah, yeah that's a good thing. All right, you want to do, let's see, 5 yeah. through uh, 10. Okay, fine. Here we go. This is, however, this is not in the message. This is in the New American Standard. So okay. I, hope, I hope you can... Okay, um, this is the message we have heard from him and announced to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus his son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and righteous or just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. That's a hard one to comprise. No, no, that's actually, sure, it's easy. If we confront our sin and allow Jesus to wash it away, then we walk in the light and enjoy that deep fellowship. That's pretty good. All right? And that is precisely the point that I was trying to make. Okay. I am equating, and I think this is actually really interesting. I, I, I mean, I'm not sure if they're identical, but I think they're equivalent, right? If we confront our sin and allow Jesus to wash it away, then we get to experience this deep fellowship and love with it. And I think that is equivalent to taking up our cross daily. Hmm, that's a really interesting, that's a very interesting perspective. I hadn't thought of it that way before. Um, I can see, I think I can see what you're saying in that. Um, at this point, I don't disagree, but I certainly would like to think about it a little bit more. The word confront our sin. I, uh, the word they use in, in this version says confess our sins, which does mean we have to acknowledge our sins, which in another sense, I guess, is confront. So that's all that all works. That all works together. And yes, okay. uh, yes, if we continually are open to allow the Holy Spirit to convict us of our sins, that is make make clear to us what are our sins and what are not our sins, then that's mm-hmm. in one in one sense that is denying yourself and taking up your cross daily. You know. Yeah, as, and, and, as, and you know, and and you know, we can I'm still working out the mechanics of this. This is actually a really fascinating perspective on this too. But I'm just saying with the fundamental point, right, is that if we can actually understand how to practically take up our cross daily, right? Is that, and, that, and I think this is my basic claim is that, you know, a lot of church sermons I hear are deny yourself and follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. That is okay. a very common motif. And I think that's not a bad thing, 
but like even the Pharisees do this, right? <laughs> I'm yeah, not so you know, sure that the, they do. Oh, they they, they 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 deny themselves. What do they deny? They deny themselves money. You know, they tithe. They deny themselves the pleasure of the flesh. Right? They oh, follow Jesus sense. around to ask him questions and to test him and taunt him. <laughs> mm. Right? You see mm. the Pharisees doing all of these things in the Gospels. It doesn't mean they're not yes. Pharisees. No, right? of course. Absolutely. You know, and, and this is the thing that is interesting to me is that, I mean, this is the first question, you know, is so this, this is the, uh, the exciting idea for me is right, that there is like all these other things are valuable, but like this is literally at the center of what it means to be a disciple according to Jesus, <laughs> right? Mm. Okay, I hear, I hear that. I, under, I right? hear that, yeah. Yeah, and I'm saying like, and I... Well, is it? Is it? I mean, that's, I mean, well, that's he, the, he says, if you want to be my disciple, you must do these three things and this one is in the middle. What are the other two? Deny yourself, take up your cross, follow Jesus. Right? It's literally in the middle. In the first, deny yourself. Finally, follow me. But in the middle, there's this taking up your cross daily. Okay. Right. I mean, I'm not sure why this is a controversial statement. What if there's something not, that I'm implying actually, that? No, I was just, I was just not understanding fully what you were saying. Oh, okay. About. That was the it's thing. Confusing. It's not that it's controversial. Okay. I don't, I don't disagree about that or about the word order of it. It's, it's, it's something about. Okay, let me ask a question because that, that sure. might clarify it. Um, the the question I want to ask you is: Is this the sum, or is this is is following Jesus? only denying yourself taking up the cross daily and in other words allowing your oh, putting your flesh sorry. to the death yeah no i i did not mean to say that okay well that's that's what i was getting that's what i was okay getting. so my point was is that no, what i'm saying is precisely the issue of precisely the context is being a disciple right so the question mm -hmm. is what does it mean to be a disciple and more precisely I feel like, you know, I think most evangelicals at least would agree that like a big part, if not the fundamental, well, actually most, when I've studied this, I don't know if you were there when I did this survey at, at uh, Kingsway. I don't remember that. Still there? I'm still here, yes. Yeah, right. Okay. So you, you go along with the same like there's two basic things that Jesus commanded the church to do was to claim the God. I'm sorry, this is all getting broken up and I'm having a very hard time here understanding what you're saying. Yeah, is that a reasonably that's are you comfortable with that statement? I I didn't understand the try it again, please. I didn't get it. Sorry. Is that the the, the two main things that Jesus told the church to do was to proclaim the gospel and make disciples. Yes, no question. Okay, good. 
gospel, most churches don't want to climb on it, although I am often amused to find that people actually are much better at defending the gospel than they are at actually defining the gospel that they are defending. Um, but we will set the problem aside for the moment. Um, when it comes to making disciples, I have this radical notion that the most important aspect of making disciples is teaching them to deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow Jesus. Mm, okay, I guess that's where that's where I finally see what 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 comes up to me as as a counter proposal, which is okay. mainly the most the most important thing about making disciples is teaching people how to hear from God and obey Him, whatever that means. Okay, so here's the interesting thing. I don't disagree with your statement, but that's but, not what Jesus said. Okay, well, at this point, Ernie, I'm going to have to go back. I'm going to have to think about it. Right, but wait, because you disagree with me that Jesus, I understand. Jesus no, say, I understand right? fully what you're saying. You're saying fully yeah. that the that the that the uh, the definitive word that he gave to his disciples in Matthew uh, was to uh, <clears throat> you know. Go unto all the nations. What is it? What does exactly did he say? Uh, everything I commanded you. Right. Yes. Right. But you know the the so and look, look look listen. Like I don't disagree that we need to hear and obey the Holy Spirit. I've had many long conversations with um 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 Robbie. I've built entire practices around hearing and obeying the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that, like, according to Jesus, it seems to me that the most important thing about being a disciple is that we must, whatever it means, right, deny ourselves, take up our cross daily, and follow Jesus. And let me make it a little bit stronger. There may be other things involved in that, right, or included in that, right? There's a lot of things included. You know, there is this thing about teaching us to observe everything commanded to us, right? That is included in there somewhere. And I don't want to uh, deny that those other things exist. But I would submit that if we are not denying ourselves, taking up our cross daily and following Jesus, we are on really shaky ground considering ourselves disciples. Well, I agree with that. <laughs> okay, so let's just start there. Right? I'm not saying this is conference. I'm saying this is like, it's like the bare minimum, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And then it just, right? And like, and this is the thing. Like, I have some idea of what it means to deny myself. I have a lot of ideas about what it means to follow Jesus, but I'm not sure if I can actually answer with any honesty that I actually know what it means to take up my cross daily. And I've been doing discipleship. I have taught discipleship. I've been discipled. But, like, first of all, I've never heard anyone actually bring up this point. I've heard that I need to Mm. pray daily, that I need to read my Bible daily, that I need to uh, be thankful daily. But I've never heard anyone tell me, oh, by the way, if you forget everything else, make sure you get this one thing right. 
take up your cross daily. Hmm. So that's just the um, the question. It's like if this is like if this this appears to be central to Jesus' understanding of what it means to be a disciple. Um, you know, it's literally in the middle of the three things he says. That's what I mean by it's central to his thing where he talks about right, being a disciple. Right. You know, you know, and it's like uh-huh. it seems at least so. And, and what the thing that's interesting to me is the things that you bring up about First John and loving one another and hearing and obeying uh-huh. the Holy Spirit and being convicted of sin by the Holy Spirit. Like I think all of those are connected, right? Like, I don't think they are in disagreement with this. I think some of them are the tools that will help us uh, take up our cross daily. And some of these are things that flow out of taking up our cross daily. I think it's all there. But I think there's something particularly painful (laughs) or daunting about taking up our cross daily, which I don't see in just loving one another or hearing and obeying the Holy Spirit. Well, those are all, I mean, those, I'm, no, I'm still here and I'm, I'm just thinking about what you've said and I just really don't have, I, I'm going to have to look at it, at at a, you know, certainly the cross is central to our experience of Christianity. (laughs) Certainly, (laughs) certainly without, and without I, I appreciate I, I appreciate you're saying that, John, because I get I've gotten painful pushback on that. <laughs> well, I that's I what, believe that's what that, triggered this thread. Yes. Okay. So you agree with me that right. the cross is central to our experience of Christ and of Christianity? Yes. Right. It yeah. is. It's both okay, because he because he went to the cross and we are to go to the cross. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. Right. So you and I are on the same page about that. Thank you. Uh, that makes that first of all, just hearing you say that is really helpful because, like, I look at these things, they seem just like glaringly obvious to me, and people just say, Nope, <laughs> it's like, I and I get frustrated, so this is really helpful. So, thank you. So, well, you're welcome. Right, gotta... You're welcome. All right, um, and so, and by the way, probably, probably, hold on, this one's very friendly, but I should uh, from being too friendly, probably down. This is I'm the sorry, uh, I lost. I lost track with. Sorry, my what my, my dogs attacked our attacked our repairman or jumped over to play with them. So sorry. Um, okay. Anyway, he's fine. So the uh, like, and I feel like, and just between you and me and whoever listens to this podcast, posted, like, I feel like Satan has done a good job of keeping us from seeing this. That there's something here about taking up our cross daily that is particularly threatening to Satan. And therefore, I have an easy time talking to people about following Jesus, talking to Christians about following Jesus, and a relatively straightforward time of talking to people about denying themselves. But I have no clue how to talk to people about taking up their cross daily. And when I do, I get the strangest pushbacks. Hmm. So anyway, so anyway, how are All you right. feeling now? Because you mentioned you have some hesitations and pauses and concerns. Do you feel like those are addressed or have they been sort of um, 
Well, I just, roiled I just up and you need some what, time. I just I just see that I see what you were saying in a very different life from what I was perceiving before, or somewhat different mm. life than what I was seeing before. So I think you're answer you're asking a good question, and I'm going to have to see what I can find out about that and uh, do some you know do some study about that because um, you know. Christianity without the cross is not Christianity. And like technically, what does the deal say? Christianity without Christ is inanity. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, right, right. That's something. Yeah, that's right. Yes, right. Very good. Very good. Yes. Yes. And and Christ without the cross is just a nice teacher who happened to die. Right. Yeah. So. So. But what it means practically to take up the cross daily, um, I'll think about it some more. I no, yeah, I, I'm not even worried about like what it actually means. I'm just glad someone's agreeing to me that it's actually the question worth asking. And then uh -huh. there's a whole bunch of work around. So anyway, um, anyway, this is actually I, I wrote up a whole uh, like two-page DBJ on this, and that was what I was thinking about doing with you and uh, Ted if our schedules ever aligned. And I'm mm -hmm. traveling now, and God knows what's happening, and I'm sort of like trying to take things slowly. But I'll send you a link to the document, so at least you can see the passages that I was I was working through. Because uh, I've okay. done that passage in Matthew and Mark, but doing it in Luke, which is the only place where it says daily, uh, it's right next to Peter's confession of Christ, which gives it a whole mm -hmm. different uh, tone. Um, so anyway. Uh, I really appreciate your uh, talking through this with me. I'm, I'm glad to send you off to um, ponder this, and I will send you the link, and we will okay. be in conversation about what God may have us do next. Okay, very good. Thank you, Ernie. Take All care. Right. right. Could, you, could you close us in prayer, please, John? And uh, you know, sure. definitely feeling the spiritual warfare around this issue, so I would welcome your prayer. Okay, fine. So, Father God, um, um, Your word says, if we walk in the light as, as he is in the light, we will have fellowship with, uh, with him, within, with, with you, and with one another. And Father, we do want to walk in the light, and we do want to understand the things that, the questions that Ernie has brought up, or the question, the centrality of taking up a cross daily uh, as part of making disciples. Um, then we really want to understand that in the in the way that you intended for us to understand it and practice it. And also, um, we also want to not misunderstand it. Or, mm. you know, and we do not want to ignore it. Um, it's it's an important issue because we're commanded to go and make disciples of all the nations. And so. Help us be walk in the light with you, with one another, and help us to see the truth. Send forth your, um, your as it says, send forth your light and your truth, and let us let them guide us to you uh, and to your holy mountain, Father God. Protect us from deception, misrepresentation, and confusion. Help us to see and understand clearly. What 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 this is about, and what are the 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 things that you want to bring forth in Jesus' name? Bless Ernie as he travels, Father. Uh, 
and bless his family and bless his relationship with each member of mm. his family in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. So where are you going? Thank you. I'll go back to Illinois you... for my nephew's wedding. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, we'll my have kids a great are actually going to be there hanging out with my uh, parents and visiting Chicago and seeing the, the oh. Willis Tower and cool. playing football with the relatives. So it's, it's really nice. And so we've got a few days catch our breath right. and then tomorrow we leave and my uh, in-laws will be dog sitting. So, yeah, so it's exciting. This is cool. We did a little 30-minute uh, DBJ thing there, uh, which actually I think was helpful. Are, are you comfortable with me posting this on the podcast? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, sure. No, you All can right. go ahead and post it. All, All right. Thank you, John. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.